Hello, this is Bill Lytell, Senior Pastor of Gospel Baptist Church, Bonita Springs, Florida. This is Wisdom for Your Walk, a little short podcast to help you along your way. These are a product of about 45 years of Bible study, and there should be coming along all around 200 of these. Right now we have 30 loaded up, but we should end up with about 200 as time goes on. Uh, these are the uh, secrets, the truths, nothing new under the sun, of course, but something that God has shown me that I could share with you. So here we go. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. The title of this uh, podcast is simply Embrace It. Embrace It. Uh the passage, uh, 2 Corinthians 12, 7-10, very familiar with the Bible student, and says, Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, Paul said. Unless I should, should be exalted above measure. Twice he mentions that in that verse. The worst thing, evidently, that could happen to you or me is that we could be exalted above measure. Pride, of course, God resists. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And then Paul turns his attitude with the next sentence. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. In essence, he says, I embraced it. God gave me a thorn. Now, this thorn was horrible. It wasn't just a little prick. It was a daily irritation, a daily trouble. It was big, big enough for him to see God three times. We're talking Paul the Apostle, special chosen vessel of God. God did miracles through him. But in this particular case, God always answers prayer, by the way, yes, no, or wait. And he answered Paul, no. Paul prayed again. He answered Paul, no. Paul prayed again. He answered Paul, no. So three times he sought him. And after three times, uh, he got the answer, look, my grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in your weakness, basically. And so Paul said, okay, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to quit asking for deliverance. And I'm going to believe that a good God has given me this trouble, this thorn, to help me to be a better Christian. For years, I had migraines, uh, horrible migraines. Uh, they ruined my whole day. You know, you get in a fetal position, a hot pack on your head. If you've never had them, God bless you. You don't know, don't need to know. But if you've had them, you know what I'm talking about. And it came on me about 40 years old and just were just something else. Busiest time of my life. I just kept moving. I never quit anything. I may have missed two or three Sundays preaching total in my ministry due to the migraines. I missed uh, numbers of days of work. But I eventually just came to God after I asked him, deliver me, deliver me, deliver me, deliver me, deliver me. I just finally came to God and said, thank you for them. Thank you for these migraines. If if these migraines will make me a better Christian, if these migraines are going to help me, uh, I thank you for them. Now, when I said that, I wasn't all lighthearted. I was crying because the pain was serious. And and the sentence I said to God was serious. Lord God, this makes me a better Christian. I thank you 
for it. Wow. Years ago, <clears throat> I have a niece who married and had a autistic child. And she has had a real struggle with this child. And I mean the child, she can't go anywhere. Her, as soon as she had the child, her life changed. Uh, her husband eventually divorced her because he just wasn't willing to deal with an autistic child. How it changed her life. You can't have anybody just babysit for the child. Uh, you can't really, then it restricts your movements. You can't go places other people go. You don't just say, hey, let's go out to eat. A uh, child really can't be in a public place. Uh, they're, you know, just autistic children don't do well with, with new environment, new setting. And so here he was. Here she was. Her husband leaves her. She's by herself, single woman, trying to make it on her own. Work. Well, how do you work with an autistic child? <clears throat> Excuse me. You, ha <clears throat> you have to uh, find someone to help you, and that's not easy. I was calling her on the phone. Her name's Nikki. And I said, Nikki, I said, how... Explain to me, and this is after she, the child was probably 12 years old. Explain to me, if you would, how you have managed uh, to live. And you seem pretty happy. I mean, you put your head down, you've succeeded, you have a good job. Uh, you're taking good care of the child. How, how have you done it? She said, Bill, I embraced it. I embraced it. And she said it with a tone that people who have gone through hard times have. There's a seriousness of the tone of voice that you just don't get unless you've gone through something real hard. I embraced it. And I said, Nikki, explain to me what that means. She said, well, Bill, I accepted it as from God. And as a Christian, rather than grow bitter about it, I just accepted it. I embraced it and said, it's mine. This is my new life. This is my new way. These are my new restrictions. And I'm going to live pretty much the rest of my life in this situation. And I just went on. Now, folks, I can't tell you how important what I'm saying is. It is the difference between success and failure in this life when God gives you a thorn. Because, see, when you get a thorn, you don't have to embrace it. When God gives you a thorn in life, a trouble in life, you can fight it. You can argue with God about it. You can get mad at God. I've seen many, many people mad at God. You can, you can uh, get where you hate God. How could he be this cruel to me? And you can go around telling people, I don't God, a good God wouldn't do this to somebody. And you can you can just get bitter and get angry and, and try to just just and but it, what it will do, it will poison you. It'll poison you and destroy everything good in your life. Every other thing good in your life, even though you don't view the trouble as good. But every other thing that is good in your life, it will destroy and make you and make you to die a bitter, angry old person who, by the way, still went through it. Because many times when you get these thorns, you're, they're not going anywhere. And you're going to have them until, you, until God comes for you 
or he miraculously takes it from you. You've learned the lesson it was sent for, and consequently you, uh, you were relieved of it. But for most of us that have thorns, we don't get rid of them till death do us part. And so the question I guess I ask of you, do you have a thorn? Have you had a massive disappointment, a betrayal, uh, maybe a physical thorn, maybe it's pain, uh, maybe it's emotional pain. Maybe someone has just wronged you so badly you can't even believe it happened. All I can tell you, I can tell you how to overcome it. I can tell you not how to get rid of it. No. Mm -mm. But I can tell you how to beat it as far as your attitude goes. You can simply say, by the grace of God, I'm going to take this from God and accept it as a tool to help me somehow. I don't even see how it's going to help me. But I'm going to take it as, a, as something to help me. And I'm going to and put my arms, I mean, do it just like a physical, like you'd put your arms around somebody, visualize your thorn, and put your arms around it and say, I embrace you. I accept you. Like Paul said, most gladly, I will, will I rather glory? In verse 10, he says, I take pleasure in infirmities. Those kind of terms. Wow. You want to know what Christian maturity is? That's it. When you can take pleasure in that which is irritating, that which is sometimes debilitating, sometimes uh, crushes you, but you can look at it and say, I take pleasure in it because God's using this to make something eternal in my life, something of value in my life. Glory. Hallelujah. I hope this helps you. Just remember, embrace it. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. This is wisdom for your walk, Bill Lytell.